Blog Talk Radio. Okay, we are on delay, waiting for Dr. Brenda. Hello? Hi, Brenda? Yes, hello. Okay, hi. So I'm going to kick it in right now, so stay tuned. Great. Um, Sorry. Mary's waiting for us. moment, bad traffic. Okay, so hang in there. Are you good now, or you want to? You need some more time? Uh, I'm gonna pull over in just a minute. We're good. Go right okay, ahead. Okay, so I'll. Uh, I'm gonna kick it up. So hang on. Great, thank you. Ignite your life with passion and purpose. Your health, your wealth, your happiness. Make it good. This is Modern Love with Dr. Brenda Way. Hello, everyone. I'm your Modern Love Doctor, Dr. Brenda Wade. So happy to be with you tonight. And have you ever heard the saying, Timing is everything, and boy, has that been proven true. Let's talk about a couple of hot topics right now. Did you watch any Super Bowl commercials? For the first time ever, there was a domestic violence commercial on the Super Bowl. We talk about modern love. Wouldn't it be nice if we could say violence against women has disappeared? It's not part of love anymore. And the truth is, we've got a lot of work to do to conquer domestic violence. So big shout out, kudos to the NFL for running an ad to raise awareness that we can stop domestic violence. And I love their tagline that we've all got work to do. We've got to look for the subtle signs. So go NFL although I am very sad that the Seahawks lost. Let me just go on record. I went to the University of Washington, and I'd like to see those Seattle teams win, my second home. All right, another hot topic. How many of you know that Harper Lee, the 80, I think she's 83-year-old author of To Kill a Mockingbird, had written a second book? She had written a sequel to To Kill a Mockingbird, and that that sequel is now going to be published 55 years after she wrote it. Well, timing is everything. It must be her time. And she is going to talk about Scout as an adult. Now, Scout, you might remember, is the young girl who had to deal with racism and prejudice in her hometown where an innocent man who happened to be an African-American man, was convicting he didn't do. And my question to you is, isn't it time for us to deal with things that existed 55 years ago that are still with us today? All right, is it your time? 
is it your time? Time to end domestic violence, time to increase safety in our homes and relationships, and time for Harper Lee to come out with a sequel 55 years after the fact. Well, tonight our show is all about timing. Sometimes people call it coincidences. Sometimes we say coinky-dink. Sometimes we say synchronicity. And sometimes we just say it was meant to be. Well, we're going to talk about it in terms of your love. Is it your time for love? What does it take to make your love better? How do you learn to listen so you know when something is saying, hey, this seemingly miraculous incident is your to-be moment, and how do you get ready? So when the meant-to-be moment, the miracle comes to you, you're ready to step into it. You're ready to love. You're ready to be the kind of partner you want, Uh-uh-uh. the kind of partner you want to be with. All right, our guest tonight is Mary Tracy O'Keefe, and Mary's going to talk about three signs that she noticed that invited her to become first a hospice volunteer, and then three signs she noticed that motivated her to leave her corporate career, and many other ways in her life she has used those signs to be a healthy, whole person. She's now a radio show host and national speaker, the co-founder of Well Within. She has a nonprofit holistic wellness center in Minnesota. Hold back there, Mary. <laughs> All right, welcome to the show, everybody. Mary Tracy O'Keefe. Hi there, Mary. Hi, Dr. Brenda. Thanks for inviting me. I'm thrilled to be here. Absolutely. Now, is it a coincidence that you and I are talking tonight and you're talking to our radio audience? I think it's meant to be, don't you? Well, <laughs> you'll have to tell me. I think, yeah, there's something here. But when you say it's meant to be, what does that really mean? You know, there are several categories of experiences that people tell me their stories, and they use that phrase very frequently. You mentioned coincidences and synchronicity and about three times. So people have probably heard the adage, there's no such thing as a coincidence, or coincidences are God's way of remaining anonymous. And so I think uh, once you start noticing coincidences, oftentimes you're prompted to do something, but many times you don't respond to it, and then it happens again. And to me, when it happens three times, it's like a mandate. I just have to kind of do what I'm guided to do. Um, but that's one category. Then there's also just, you know, that still small voice that we hear sometimes, the people who show up in our life. You know, you're talking. Now, you show, how do you um, know? Well, let, me, let me hold you yep. there for a minute. How yep. do you know that it's the still small voice and it's not, uh, your paranoia, or it's yep. not something going on inside you. You know, some people, you know, I work with people all the time in our, our seminars and my private practice, people who say, you know, I thought this was the right person for me, but it wasn't the right person for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how first of all, I would, I would certainly pay attention to, you know, how you feel when you're around that person. A lot of times when people are talking about, I'm sure you've heard this, 
tons of times when they're talking about not only their soul mates but also their soul friends, their you know their girlfriends or their their uh, not you know their platonic friendships. If you go back to the first time when you met them, there's an energy exchanged, and many times they'll say, "I just felt totally comfortable. I um, felt almost like I'd known them before," and they'll use words like that. So I would really pay attention to the um, kind of the energy and also the circumstances in how you met. And actually in my book, there's a couple of stories about people meeting their soulmates by, you know, in, intuitive sort of promptings to, in one case, it was a woman saw a guy met, met him at McDonald's. They were both single parents with the kids. She glanced across and she knew in an instant that he was the one and she to, you know, give him her number and they've been married for 20 some years. So those are positive ones. But usually when there's something negative, there's usually kind of a little nagging feeling, you know, something in your gut. Um and and a lot of times we don't we just don't honor that. Um so what I would say well, is that's ask for some help. For most people most people don't listen to their gut. That's most right. of us, you know, have a hard time. Now, Mary, how did you get started in your work of listening to your gut. Tell us a little about your background, your history, so we get to know you. How did you get on this path? Well, the very first time I noticed um, something like this was when I was 18, and I was sitting outside my parents' house with my boyfriend, then boyfriend, now husband of 40-some years. Anyways, um, you know, we were making out. Congratulations. 40-something years from age 18. Whoa. Thank you. Yeah, we met We met when we were 15. But anyways, uh, we were out there, and I heard this voice, and this was hey, this is the like kind of voice. Only happens in Minneapolis. I'm sorry. I just have Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, come on down. Come on over. <laughs> well, anyways, I heard a voice in my head, and it said, get out of the car. And I didn't want to listen to it. I was having too much fun. It Then it repeated it, get out of the car now. And... So I told my husband, I mean, my boyfriend then, we had to go in. We got in, and as soon as we got in my parents' house, a teenage kid, 18, same as us, smashed into the back of that car. And, you know, I wouldn't be talking to you right now if I hadn't listened to that. That was the very first time I noticed something. Um, So that was many, many, many years ago. Um, Wow, but but what a story. So you heard a voice say, get out of the car. Yep. Or you wouldn't be here to talk about it now. No. Did you, did you like hear a voice, or was it like inside something? What was it? It's like a voice in your head, and so and it's it's a command. I mean, it is a it isn't a it isn't an intuitive feeling where it's kind of vague. It was a direct command. Other people will say they hear this, Doctor Brenda, and they almost they they look around looking for somebody, you know, because they. It's like they can hear it out loud, but I knew this was in my head, um, and and yet I, it was so so profound that I had to get out of the car. Wow! So something in you, some protective mechanism. Now we talk about intuition, we talk about the still small voice, we talk about God remaining anonymous, but something happened because you avoided what could have been a fatal car accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when you talk about things as being meant to be, and the stories, frankly, come from all different faith traditions, all different spiritual beliefs, including agnostic and atheists, but it begs the question, if you don't believe there is a God or higher power, 
well, then who means it to be, <laughs> you know? So it, it kind of is, to me, it is it is divine providence or divine intervention, whatever you want to say. Yeah, no, I more, hear you on that, but let me say this. For the people yep. out there in our listening audience who don't have any particular faith, mm-hmm. I don't believe that's necessary. There's actually a book that's right. been big out there on the bestseller list called Awake, and it's written by an atheist. Yep. And he talks about some of these same things, but he's like, and I don't believe in God, I don't believe in anything, but there's some weird stuff happening here. There must yeah. be something. Well, <laughs> so and, whatever and if, you believe, we don't proselytize right. here. No, you we keep don't. on believing it. But you know what? I dare you. I'm going to put something out to our audience. I dare everyone in the audience to think of a time when something happened in your life that was unlikely, and I want you to call us or Facebook us and tell us about it. You can call us at 347-989-0776. That's 347-989-0776. Talk to us or Facebook us, Dr. Brenda Wade. Tweet us, Dr. Brenda Wade, Cliff. Our associate producer is standing by to take your calls, Facebook messages, or tweet questions about things that are meant to be your stories about things that were coincidences that you couldn't explain. We want to hear about it. I've got one. I've got one, Mary. i got to tell you real quick, okay? Mine was meeting my first husband, my children's dad, and this quote, accidental way I was walking out of my office at a clinic I used to run and there was a guy standing at the front desk who had been on my dissertation committee and I said what are you doing here because he lived two hours away he said oh I had a lunch with somebody and they stood me up I said well have lunch with me so we Mm -hmm. had lunch and he said how are you doing I'm doing great I said but I'd really like to meet a wonderful man and get married I'm ready I finished my training. He said, no, 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 no. He said, I never do matchmaking. Don't even talk to me about it. I hate it when people say that to me. I said, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. He drove back to Sacramento, and that same day, a nice guy named William called him and said, hey, how are you? We haven't talked in a long time. I'm doing great, but I'd like to meet a nice woman. And he went, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when we got married... We had him start the ceremony by lighting a candle because he had, in fact, set us up. He he lit the spark. That's a a fantastic example. It seems like it was meant to be, doesn't it? It certainly seems that way to me. And he's passed on, but I had two wonderful, wonderful children. And it is joyful for me to look back on that chance meant to be meeting. So. Everybody has a story. We want to hear from you. Call us, tweet us, Facebook us, 347-989-0776. Talk to us some more. Now, what what was it in you? Do you think there was anything in you that kind of conditioned you or made you more likely to hear that inner prompting? Or is that just something that we all have? That's a great question. Uh, first of all, I think we all have, you know, it's kind of like if people are familiar with Myers-Briggs, I'm sure you are. Um, we know that people are intuitive. It's it's a preference that they Now, make for those decisions. who don't know what Myers-Briggs is, 
it's one of those great personality tests, everybody, about your particular, uh, let's say, the qualities within you that make up your personality style, the kinds of things you're good at, not good at. How's that for description, Mary? That's that's really that's really good, and and just one of the things we won't go a lot into it, but one of the things is you know do you use your intuition in making your decisions or do you trust your senses more? And I am highly intuitive, so the, so my nature is to be intuitive. Uh, so that means when I get information, now break that way, it I'm down. Not, what do uh, you mean when you say intuitive? What does that mean? So everybody who's Intuitive versus senses can get their arms around it. Well, senses would be uh, somebody that has to see it, touch it, feel it, you know, taste it. They don't really trust the information unless it comes in from their senses. Whereas I can feel like I need to um, reach out to somebody. I might just, you know, I I don't even hear a direct voice. It's call so-and-so, call so-and-so, or I feel like I need to call so-and-so. And uh, for me, I know now enough that it, it it's true that I usually will follow that, even though it doesn't always make sense. So it's not always particularly logical, but it is another way of getting information. So it's it's a gut feeling. It can be a gut feeling, or it can be, you know, an actual message where you hear words like I did in the car. What? I think almost everyone has had that experience of, gee, you know, I need to call so-and-so. Or your phone rings, and before you even look at the phone to see who it is, you go, you know what, I'll bet that's da-da-da. Or you're walking (laughs) down the street thinking about somebody you haven't seen in years, and bam, there's the person right there in the coffee shop in front of you. We have all those moments. Honestly. That's exactly right. That's right. And so if you if you took it a step further, so, okay, you might... Talk with me Go 10 ahead. seconds because we have our first question. Okay, the question is, I don't think I'm very intuitive, okay? It's coming in mm-hmm. via Facebook. I don't think I'm very intuitive. Can I develop this? Oh, I think so, absolutely. Yes, I do. Uh, so we... We all do get these messages, but a lot of times we discount them. So what I would do is, uh, first of all, you can ask the universe whatever you want to say to provide that information to you, you know, to get those kind of messages. And it's amazing how many times that's answered just by asking for those opportunities. But then really notice when they come in, anything that comes in, Try to respond to it. And what I do find is the more we respond to those intuitive promptings, whatever they are, the more we seem to notice them. Now, when you say respond, what what does Mm -hmm. that mean? We we get a little, hey, maybe maybe I should pick up the phone and call so-and-so. Yeah. Is that what yeah, you mean? I, we should go ahead and do it? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, I just, just was talking to somebody today who said that she wanted to, uh, kept getting this nudge to call somebody and send her flowers. She was sick, and she said by the time I finally did, she she passed away, and she she's just oh. kicking herself. She feels she feels terrible for not doing that. Oh. But she says that I've learned a lesson. I've learned a lesson. Okay, Mary, to, another question. Let's get yeah. this question. Okay, here comes another question via Facebook. You guys, you can feel free to Facebook or call at 347-989-0776. This person is using Facebook. Okay, here's a challenge. 
She says, I have married the wrong man three times, and every time I thought it was the right one. Help. Oh, gosh. Well, that would take way longer than we have left on this show, <laughs> wouldn't it? And you know what? Yeah, I have but to it's tell a darn you. good question. Yeah, and I don't. And I'm asking is, can your intuition lead you astray? Well, sure, I suppose it. Or can. you think it's your intuition? How do you know yeah, it's not your intuition? Well, I would test it out, you know, with with things. I mean, you know, we're we're also logical, rational people, and we have to use our intellect as well as as uh as the as the intuition so i wouldn't let the intuition prevent you from checking somebody out more you know and you know what else i would do is i would try to have other people in my life who i really did trust their intuition you know like a like a a good friend a spiritual friend or whatever and maybe bring some people into that relationship in terms of getting having them get to know that person and kind of trust their intuition a little bit too. Sometimes I get my best information from my closest friends because they have a better gut sense even than I do. And cause they yeah, know you. And you know what? Let me say something about this because God knows, having written four books on love and teaching seminars and classes and retreats on love all the time, it is so easy for us. I've heard it again and again. I know I've done it again and again. I so want this to be the one that we can sometimes talk ourselves into without listening and listening to other people. So if you're feeling a little desperate and lonely and horny or whatever is going on, check yourself and get some support. It's really important because that longing, that loneliness can -hmm. make us make decisions that don't serve us. Okay, another question. This is coming from Sandy in Los Angeles, she tweeted this to us. She said, are there some easy techniques to develop intuition? Uh, well, let's see. I would say start putting yourself in situations, um, you know, with other people where you you just don't do so much talking. <laughs> you know, that you, you have to have some silence to be able to listen for that little inner voice to occur and I think sometimes especially when we're nervous we we tend to talk and talk and talk pull back a little bit and learn to listen learn to listen to what the other person is saying as well but as you're listening um listen to your gut and I will tell you sometimes in, I'm even in a conversation with someone and the red flags are kind of going up I will just silently ask for a little help give me a little guidance here you know what does this mean I'm just asking that silently and then sometimes I'll either say something or the other person will say something and all of a sudden I have some clarity around it so that that's one thing I would say is really ask for some help ask for some guidance so when you're asking for help and guidance what what do you do if you're asking you say universe help me god help me uh light help me uh, yeah. Do anybody home help me? What about people who have no particular religious leaning or faith? How do we get the help? You know, first of all, I think that uh, whether you're um, a religious person or not, we are all spiritual people, right? We're spiritual beings. So, you know, 
and most of us, you know, at least in the United States, the vast majority of us believe that there is there's something out there, something greater than us, whether you, no matter what you call it. So you can go to that, whatever that is. But I also do think that um, that divine presence also does speak through other people, and that's where again bring bring people into your life that you trust that know you and that can give you some guidance as well because sometimes it's easier to you know to ask for that uh person that we trust and care for and that loves us to, to help us help us the most but the other thing Dr. Brent is if the intuition isn't enough ask for some other kind of uh science or watch for watch for watch for synchronicity you know is whatever you're noticing back up what you've feel in your in your intuition uh ask for people to show up you know that that will give you um you know even even a soulmate you know people can ask for the soulmate to show up or ask for a good friend to show up and synchronicity or intuition um often will guide them to that person soon after they ask again there's a lot of stories that demonstrate that so one of the things you talk about in your book uh, the book is everybody. The book, your first book. Let me just give you the title: it's called Thin Places, where faith is affirmed and hope dwells. What does this mean? Thin places. Well, that's a Celtic concept, and in Ireland, thin places refers to geographic locations where the veil is very thin. I mean, uh, when you're on the coast and the in the sun is going down that can be a thin place it's almost a spiritual experience but another way to describe thin places is those experiences in our life where it's as if the veil is uh, very thin between this world and the next and in that book i talk about experiences before during and after my parents died within three months of each other so that's a whole nother category of meant to be experiences around the time of the death of a loved one and they're very comforting mm. and very affirming, if we let them be. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that the thin place is a quiet time and a quiet place where you might notice things more deeply or you might become aware of things. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a geographic. When you're referring to the geographic locations, yes, that's true. Or it can be a place, it can be a cemetery. You know, where uh, I've been around the cemetery of one of my ancestors in Ireland, and, and you feel that connection there to the people who, you know, passed on. But thin places, it's kind of a little bit of a misleading uh, term, but that's where I picked it up from the from the Celts. But these places are actually experiences too, so it actually can be a pretty dramatic experience. So when I heard the voice in the car, that's definitely a thin place because here's the difference between meant to be moments and a thin place. Meant to be moments become a thin place when it becomes a spiritual experience, when we make that connection between this didn't just happen, but it happened for me and it's you know something beyond us that helped orchestrated and and as you mentioned earlier not everybody believes that so um you you'd have to make that connection to actually consider it to be a thing right now in your love life you know here you are this is modern love radio we have single people married people widowed people divorced people we have people who are african-american caucasian of every stripe people who are lgbtq what is the most important way 
that this meant to be, this intuitive sense can serve us in our love lives? Well, I would say watch who is uh, showing up. And that can be showing up in any way. There's one of the stories in here. It's about a woman who meets somebody online, and he's from Australia. And she's going to go over and meet him. And then the fear creeps up. And, it, you know, pretty much everybody in experience uh, in a relationship is going to have fear rise up at some point, right? They're going to be afraid, is this the right person or not? Or And so she actually pulled back. She was going to go to Australia, and then she wasn't because she didn't really know this man. She had three times uh, experiences of learning about Australia, seeing a man in an Australian T-shirt, hearing somebody on the news talk about Australia, all during this period of doubt. And it actually caused her to trust, that's another part of this, is to trust that because these things seem meant to be, she took the big leap and actually flew all the way to Australia without ever having personally met this man and uh and they're still together and he it turns out he has a life-threatening disease she knows she is meant to be in his life to help him and and they're married they've actually since moved back to uh indianapolis so so there is a there is a little bit of trust in there when you keep noticing these things happening um so you realize in your love life mm -hmm. you get the prompting or you get the intuitive hit I need to be with this person or we're meant to be together. And then you look for other signs. You get your friends to confirm it. Yeah. And you trust. And you also turn to whatever, that which is greater than yourself, the most high, whether you say God, goddess, all yep. that is, whatever you call that, or you can just say ocean or life. Yep. yep. Ask for help and confirmation. Wow, very interesting conversation about meant-to-be moments. And we have so many meant-to-be moments every day. I don't want you to miss any. Here on Modern Love, we want to say thanks to Mary Tracy O'Keefe for being with us. Check out her book. Her book is called Thin Places. Thin Places. And you've got a website, don't you? Yep, and you've also married. got this new book, Meant to Be Moments, Discovering What We Are Called to Do and Be. So you've got yep. two books to check out there, Meant yep. to Be Moments, Discovering What We Are Called to Do and Be. And then she's got the Thin Places book. The website is www.marytracyokeefe.com. That's Mary, T-R-E-A-C-Y-O-K-E-E. Kathy, like Georgia O'Keefe. So you can get her name, all her info. Go to our website, Dr. Brenda Wade, Facebook page, Dr. Brenda Wade. We'll have it all up there for you. Keep following us. And if you really want a breakthrough experience, if you're really ready and your inner voice, inner prompting says this is right for you, join us for a modern love two-day intensive retreat at one of the most beautiful ranches in Northern California. Go to our website and find out more about it or just give us a call at 775-4866 or you can absolutely send us an email, love, L-O-V-E, at docwade.com. All sorts of ways 
All of that will be up on the website, too. We're so grateful for you. Now, stay tuned, because coming up, you are going to be the guest on a special edition of Modern Love Radio, February 17th. You get to talk about your love life, ask your questions, tell your stories, good, bad, or ugly, and I am going to be here to answer you. It's talk to Dr. Brenda Knight about love. We have Brian Reeves, and most of you heard him. He's fabulous, favorite guest. He's going to talk about what every man really needs for Valentine's Day. Coming up in the future, Dr. Felicia Clark is going to talk about body shame, how she went from being a plus-size model to being a love coach. All right. We all know big girls need love. We're going to talk about it. All right, everyone, thank you so much to our wonderful producer, LeGrand Green. Thank you to our associate producer, Cliff Dunning. Thanks to all of you, our Modern Love audience. Many blessings to all of you. Good night. Oh, my God.